Today on CityCast Denver. Who makes the best fried chicken in the Mile High City? Is it the upscale downtown sit-down spot with the bougiest birds? The out-of-state fast food titan with a chicken sandwich that changed the world? The family-owned local favorite that everyone loves to love? Or is it the juggernaut, the people's champion that tops every listicle? We've got a special guest on the show to help us finally, once and for all, pick the best fried chicken in Denver. Buckle up, y'all. Today is Friday, February 18th. I'm Alexander McMahon, and this is the CityCast Denver Fried Chicken Chowdown. talk about chicken <laughs> because this is CityCast Denver's chicken chow down. Oh, is that chicken, what we went with? Chicken fight. I don't chicken know. Fight. Bri, you wanted to call it a cock fight. Chicken run. Chicken run. <laughs> <laughs> call it whatever you want. All you need to know is that this show is dedicated to Denver's fried chicken scene. I have to be honest with you guys. It all tastes the same to me pretty much. I knew I was going to be this way. I was like, you know what? I'll eat fried pretty much fried chicken anytime, anywhere. That was a very different flavor to me that I did not like. Did it taste like fish, too? Yes. Okay. I got that, too. Save it. Save it. Wow, I'm not there. <laughs> We're ranking some of uh, Denver's fried chicken spots. And we asked the audience to call in. You left us your recommendations. We had the very difficult job of narrowing them down. We also threw in our own recommendations. And it left us with four places um, that we will talk about in a second. But first, let me introduce our eaters of today. I'm Alexander McMahon. I'm a producer on the show. And then we've got our regular host, Bree Davies, is here. Hi. And our newsletter writer, uh, slash food expert Peyton Garcia. Uh, you're kind of the mastermind behind all of this. Hey, everyone. And then our special guest today, our, our ringer, if you will, is Keith Garcia, artistic director at the C Film Center. Hello. Keith is my frequent partner in crime when I want to go eat fast food mm-hmm. <laughs> alone For sure. together in our car. <laughs> usually, usually do burgers at Sonic though, right? Yeah, we're Sonic good times folks, okay. but sometimes we do Dairy Queen. I mean, and now, now you've done now chicken. Done fried chicken. Keith, I'm curious, what is your relationship with fried chicken? It's a good relation. It's a lifelong relationship. Yeah. I would say fried chicken has been a staple on the family plate for many years. You know, I, I will have to say, I think my dad's fried chicken is probably the best fried chicken oh, uh, in general oh i know um, <laughs> so sweet <laughs> but our family was definitely a often didn't have time to cook so um uh kfc in general it was churches well um keith we're so glad that you're with us on coming on this journey with us i'm so excited um peyton Will you tell us about our four contenders and yes. how we picked them? Yeah, I was going to say, explain how we got to where yes. we will end up. People are going to be probably a little salty. So yes. we put out a call out for fried chicken. We said we're looking for the best fried chicken in Denver. And we got a ton of call-ins and voicemails and emails and text messages. 
Um, so I want to put it out there right now that we cut our contenders in half by agreeing that we were not doing hot chicken. So Nashville hot chicken and all the hot chickens, we cut those out because that's a whole different ball game. We also cut out um, like chicken tenders. So places that just did chicken sandwiches or chicken tenders like um, what's that new one? Cluck. No, but that's what that's what bird, bird call. call bird call. Thank you. Yes. So we considered bird call. I know Greg passionately called in um, to My talk husband. about cluck. Hey, this is Greg Jemba. I'm from Barnum. I'm Bree's husband. I think that cluck chicken is the place to go. You guys should check it out. Bree told me to call. Bye. So we agreed not to do any chicken tenders. Um, that that includes bird call. That includes what. Greg called in about which was cluck um and raisin cane so that knocked out a ton of places we wanted to do yeah we wanted to do traditional fried chicken um the post was by and large our most popular call everyone said the post the post the post the post myself I've always been a post fan so I was like well yeah we have to have the post it's kind of like the gold standard it's based out of here in Colorado um, and I can get more into that in a little while and then there's Tupelo Uh, in my time as a food writer Tupelo honey uh, popped up a lot when it came when people were talking about fried chicken Um, they're a little bit fancier but we thought that they would be a good matchup with the post Um, and then all of these uh Longtime Denver residents wanted Walton Street in there. Walton Street's known for its fried chicken as well. Um, we've covered Walton Street a lot. It's a staple in Denver in Five Points. So we had that. And then just for fun, we threw Popeyes in there because we've all had Popeyes. And who's to say Popeyes doesn't stand a chance to be the best fried chicken in Denver? So we, we threw it in there. Um, so we kind of have all these different price points uh, and backgrounds from this fried chicken. And uh, yeah, we're going to see who comes out on top. Great. Thanks, Peyton. I think the best way to do this maybe is go through each restaurant and talk about the chicken, go around, talk about each one, and then we can rank them all at the end and see who comes out on top. Does that sound good? Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, let's start with what Peyton calls the gold standard, the post. Um, since that was also the most popular one that we heard about. Um, Peyton, do you want to give us just like a primer though or like a little bit of history of The Post? Yeah, so The Post is from Colorado. It's um, run by Dave Quarry. He does Big Red F. They have a ton of really well-known restaurants. They do Lola um, or Lola Coastal Mexican. They do Jack's Oyster Fish House. A ton of good stuff. And Dave Corey started the Post Brewing Co. in 2014. His flagship restaurant was in Lafayette. Um, They specialize in fried chicken, and they also do their own brews, which are pretty good. Um, They also do, they say that they do all local, humanely raised chicken, and it's gluten-free. Just happens to be gluten-free. They didn't do it for any particular reason. Um, It's just the way that they fry their chicken. Okay. Um... Well, what did you think of the post? Let's go around one by one now and, and give our our initial thoughts, reactions. I am shocked to say I was disappointed in the post. I, I've always liked the post. I like their sides. Um, I go there pretty regularly for a good time. <laughs> um, but when it was standing head to head with these other chickens, 
it disappointed. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say that they're bad fried chicken because I've, I've always enjoyed them in the past. Um, it, it just didn't do it for me today. And I will say I did have to get this fried chicken from Boulder and then drive it down here. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's different when you get it in the restaurant served to you hot and fresh. Um, but, or maybe today's batch just wasn't that great. I was, um, Sadly disappointed. Oh, let what down. did you think, Alexandra? I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I've never had the post before, so I was, you know, kind of coming into this cold. And um, I, I liked uh, it, it. Was it was tender? Um, it, I feel like it, the outside was a little bit sweet. Like it almost tasted like it's like dusted with like a little bit of sugar or something, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, like I, I didn't have any problems with it. What about you, Brie? I. I'm with Peyton. It was a little bland. And I mm. also like the post. Mm-hmm. I'm also a good time gal that likes to hang yeah. out there. I have to say the one here on Broadway, um, it has a nice atmosphere. I like enjoy going to that totally. restaurant. And I've, but thinking about it now, I've only had their sandwiches, their chicken sandwiches. Mm. When I go to the restaurant, they're delicious. I just, this was a little bland to me. It wasn't salty enough. It was juicy, which was great, but um, it just kind of fell flat. I was surprised. Hmm. Keith, I'm gonna gonna be a, a third a third voice in on the on the post being a disappointment this go round. Uh, I've also eaten at their restaurant before on Broadway, had the fried chicken, thought it was decent. I don't remember my my wig flying back uh, when I had that, but um, this was the one piece on my plate today that I did not finish. Like, yeah, had a good bite or two in, and was just kind of like, mm, mm, there just there wasn't. Nothing Nothing was calling me back to finish it. Yeah. Wow, it too bad. Their sides are great. I love their sides. And like Bree said, I've gone I've gone to the Boulder, Longmont, the Lafayette, and the Estes Park post. <laughs> I like it. They put on a good time. Their beers are good. Um, I, it just, it couldn't, it couldn't stand up to the others, I don't think. All right. Sorry, post. Sorry, post lovers. Um, Bree, let's go to yours next. Because you had <laughs> Tupelo Honey. Yeah, I thought it was funny that Peyton assigned me this one because it's like a very new school, new Denver kind of thing in a part of the city downtown that I don't even go to that much. So I didn't know where it was. So Tupelo Honey is, it's been here for about five years. It's from Asheville, North Carolina. We, I think, currently still are the only restaurant they have west of the Mississippi. Everything else is in the south, um, in the east coast. So that kind of makes it unique that it's in- always interesting to me when a new restaurant from out of town decides to open in Denver first. So I think that says a lot about our dining scene that mm-hmm. that people are interested in being here. Um, they're kind of known for their elevated version of Southern classics and staples, fried chicken, grits, biscuits, things like that. Um, I stopped in to pick up to go. The hosts were super nice. It was really a beautiful looking restaurant. And something that struck me when I was looking, doing a little research on Tupelo Honey is um, they're known for treating their employees well. Um, Mm. They do paid time off. They have stipends that you can put towards health insurance, um, things that you don't necessarily see in the restaurant industry. So um, that kind of won me over a little bit, I have to say. Awesome. Yeah. But how is the chicken? Yeah. I didn't love it. <laughs> really? I, no. I hated it. What? I hated this one. Yeah. I, I was yeah. shocked. It was but my I really didn't it was like my it. least favorite. Um I thought I would be into the honey dusting. It was 
weird. Is that what was going on? Because it tasted like fish. (laughs) Well, also, that's what I was going to say was I felt like the fryer grease needed to be changed because that sometimes is what gives you a fishy taste. It's not necessarily that they've cooked fish in that frying grease, which I bet they haven't. But older grease, maybe it's just end of the lunch round we got. I felt the same way, Alexandra. I just didn't like it. What about you, Keith? Um. Well, Xander, you had a very high volume with your hate of the <laughs> <laughs> I know. Really. Um, but I was right underneath that volume. Okay. I, this was the piece that I was like, oh, let's give this a shot. And the honey dusting, um, I was definitely like, oh, this is interesting. And then it, what hit me was that that fish fish fry taste, which, number one, I am a person who also hates seafood. Yeah, I was like, period. you do not like fish. So, um, so that was an immediate like, oh no, what oh, happened? No. Um, and you know, I, I I persevered through the piece and was just hoping it was chained or it was that corner or whatever. But no, huh. unfortunately, that that was all fishy tasting, and um, and that is not something that I look at in my fried chicken. Notes. No. I I liked it really a lot. Wow. Um, I did not get fish taste, and even after you guys kind of mentioned that, and you which guys one, were like, which hey, one, "Hey, which one was was too this low on one. your plate? This one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay, make sure. Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's make so. sure that Peyton didn't mix them up. <laughs> I know. He's <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just like, going to town, just pulling it. Still fishy. <laughs> that ASMR in there. Not as fishy as the piece that I had, but mm-hmm. it it does it's it's got a it's got something off on it. It's definitely the what did you, honey. What Weird. Did, what 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 is it called? What piece of chicken? Did so you have? I had I had a breast. You I guess we breast. should we should also make yeah. that caveat that we all had different pieces. So Alexandra ate all wings. I ate all breasts, and um. Bree and Keith went rogue. They split it up. They did thighs and thighs and drumsticks. Um, I didn't. When you guys said, "Oh, there's one on the plate that has a fishy taste," and you guys all nodded vigorously to each other, I didn't get that. So I'm not really sure why I didn't get that. Um, And I, for one, really liked the honey dusting. I thought it was really. I I thought it was a nice touch. I thought it really made it stand out. Um, That did. That did have a bit of. More spice to it, yeah. Like spicy when this was all not. It's okay, spicy you don't order, have to throw me any bones. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no chicken bones. No Peyton chicken can bones be the today. dissenter. I can. She I can don't be wrong. Know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked it. I would love to know. Yeah, I would love to know if other people out there get a fishy so, taste when they try Tupelo. So yeah. when we were eating, you were kind of like mulling over, like, oh, I'm just not. I'm so disappointed in what I'm not going to be happy about. And I thought it meant you weren't going to like Tupelo, but no, it was that how you were feeling the about post. the post. I okay. really thought I was going to, I thought the post was going to come in here and kick some chicken butt, but it didn't. Um, so I was just, I was very surprised. Um, but that being said, Tupelo is up there, um, but it it is vying for first place with someone else. I won't spoil it. I'll wait till we get there. Wow. It's last place for me (laughs) that's so crazy weird wow this episode is brought to you by the colorado wine board because the wine community here is like surprisingly robust i mean think about bigsby's folly and infinite monkey theorem here in denver alone and there are urban wineries all across the front range 
Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade, hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go, and then we'll save Popeyes for last. Uh, but I had Welton Street Cafe. And um, we did a whole show recently on Welton Street, and we'll link to that in the show notes because you go back and listen to that interview. It was great, lovely. They're getting ready to move to a new space, um, but a little bit of history. Welton Street Cafe has been um, a, a pillar in Five Points for you know the better part of forty years, and um, you know it's a black-owned business, and they just really make great southern comfort food like that's kind of their specialty and it's also you know you go it was interesting getting takeout and how many people were there getting takeout with me because i feel like Welton street cafe is more of a place where you go and you hang out it's yeah. like a community like like almost like you want to hang out there yeah you want to hang out there yeah. and you know everyone who works there is just so friendly because it's like a family-owned business and you know talking you know calling all the customers by first names and stuff like that so um, that's Welton Street and I loved I loved it. And again, I had not had fried chicken from Welton Street Cafe and I should eat there far more often, I'm realizing. But the, I was so impressed by their fried chicken. It was delicious. It was seasoned really well, had a good amount of salt, crispy. It was just great. What about you guys? It was my favorite, hands down. And yeah. it was funny because I was thinking as we were going into this, I thought, oh gosh, I hope Welton Street's really good. Because I don't, I don't want to be the person that dissents over an institution like that. But there's a reason they're an institution, and it's mm -hmm. the food is delicious. I thought it was, I like, I like pretty salty stuff. It was pretty salty in the yeah. best way. It was juicy. It was crispy. It was the right amount of greasy. Love. It was my number one. Walton Street, hands down. Yep. Keith. It was great. Um, not my number one, but. Uh, what I appreciate about it is I just had a drumstick from it. And to be able to get all of that same flavor, saltiness, like juiciness, everything out of a drumstick. That's why I kind of tend – I favor drumsticks when I eat fried chicken. But usually as a, like, tester, as a, like, if I can if I can fall in love with the chicken from the drumstick, then the breast and everything else is, like, three times better. Um, and I was like, mm. All right, I wish I'd gotten myself like a breast from Weldon Street. Um, and I can't remember the last time I've been to Weldon to eat fried chicken. It's been a long time. So uh, this was uh, a, a welcome uh, confirmation that their chicken is awesome. Pay? Yeah. I mean, it, I think it was probably the best on the plate. Um, it was just, it was like the epitome of home-cooked fried chicken is what it tasted like. It tasted like my grandma made that. Mm -hmm. Um it had like the perfect amount of crisp. It was like a real flaky, crispy. Uh, it, yeah, it was it, the the salt. Yeah, this it was it was perfect. It was like it's what you think of when you think fried chicken. Good fried chicken. So I mean, claps to Welton Street. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, they Hands crushed down. it. 
we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, they've been on diners, <laughs> drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, yeah. But you just never know. And I don't trust that guy, Fieri. So. Yeah. And sometimes, I'll be honest, we uplift local restaurants for the idea of oh, them. Totally. And yeah. we don't take the food into account as much as we should. Absolutely. And that's what I was like, oh, gosh, I hope this is one of those situations. Not that I expected it to be because when we did that show a couple weeks ago, I got food to go and it was just fantastic. But um exceeded expectations for sure yeah yeah all right last but not least popeyes all right popeyes <laughs> keith has a full <laughs> note card <laughs> all right today i'm presenting my <laughs> class project <laughs> yes. on a restaurant called popeyes. yes where's the let's, poster board <laughs> let's all go back to 1972 it's a little town called Airby, louisiana where uh, Alvin C. Copeland decided to put together a chicken restaurant in co- direct competition of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Obviously, he brought to the game some Cajun spices and some more Louisiana-style fixins for his chicken. Uh, he opened it not as Popeyes, but as a place called Chicken on the Run. It lasted a, about seven months and then folded. But four days later... <laughs> he reopened it. It was resurrected. Yes, as Popeye's Mighty Good Chicken. Uh, named after, uh, not Popeye the character, yeah. the uh, the sailor, but Jimmy Popeye Doyle, a character from the 1971 film The French Connection. Oh, uh, wow. was portrayed by Gene Hackman in that film. Um, so Popeye's is named after a Gene Hackman character? Yes. Okay, oh just gosh. checking. Yeah. Um, and then it was it was Popeye's Mighty Good Chicken. Then it moved to Popeye's Famous Fried Chicken. Uh, and actually, uh, perhaps because of that question mark of like not the Popeye the Sailor is who you're named after, uh, King Media that owns Popeye decided to partner with Popeye's, and Logical. Popeye appeared on boxes and bags Brand for yeah, yeah for for many years until 2006. Hmm. Um, interestingly enough, too, there's no apostrophe in the name Popeye's. Like McDonald's or Hardee's or Wendy's, etc., and that's because uh, Alvin said uh, he was too poor to afford one. Oh my God, I love an Wow, fun it. fact. So, and Popeyes, of course, started the you know the famous uh, 2019 Great Chicken Sandwich battle that is still raging to this day. <laughs> Maybe that should have been. We can, that's a side. That's an, a, a, an appendix to this this challenge. The fried the chicken, chicken sandwich, sandwich challenge. Um, but they're the ones who threw the gauntlet down to Chick-fil-A and said, we're open on Sundays, stupid. <laughs> you should absolutely go to Popeye's over Chick-fil-A any day. <laughs> I yes. know. I know uh, I should. But yeah, and final stats as of 2020, 3,451 restaurants, Popeye's restaurants in 46 states, District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, and 30 countries across, across the world. Hmm. Wow. So Popeye's got a reach. So as far as the chicken itself, um, I've been a fan of Popeye's for years. Um, Most of their chicken sandwiches, occasionally I'll dip into the fried chicken. Um, And every time I've had it, I've always been delighted, especially for what is deemed the fast food, the chain um, fried chicken. Uh, And I got to say today's uh, today's plate, that was the piece that I finished uh, the most happily. Wow. that was also, if we still have that sound bite, that was the super crispy chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a piece from Popeyes. 
Um, I don't know. It was it was perfectly cooked to me. Um, salty in good ways, juicy, um, and yeah, that skin was just delightful. I usually go for a spicy variety on that, um, but the plain was uh, delicious as well. So I'm actually putting that as my top. Popeyes. No shade to to local uh, fried chicken geniuses, but they're not far behind. We're all about the list. honesty here. Yep. Yes. Good. Good for you, Popeyes. <laughs> I thought it was uh, it was fine. I mean, again, maybe it was my piece because I had a wing, but it just was kind of dry and bland. It's because no one likes the wings. We really set you up for failure. I know. I was the last one to get my plate. I was like, oh, it's just wings. I'm like, you're good with wings, right, Alexandra? <laughs> cool. It's fine. I, and I'm really not picky. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Popeyes was. It it to me it tasted like fast food chicken. Yeah, it to me it tasted like my childhood. Um, we used to get it a lot when I was little. My mom's always been a big fan of Popeyes, um, and it was it was really good in that way that it was like a big blast of nostalgia. And it's not bad chicken. I look at my plate and I'm like, this is what chicken tastes like. This is this would be like Welton Street's chicken if it was like a quick dirty version of it i feel like like it was good it's good for fast food chicken i think um but when it's fast food chicken it's never going to compare to something like welton street so i mean kudos i thought i thought popeye stood its ground um i i even liked it better than i liked the post today sorry posts just disappointed i will continue to frequent the post i'm going to give them a second chance but oh yeah i'll still go there i love that place and yes you know we have this we ate this chicken 30 minutes after being handed Fair. into, yeah. you know, no extra seasonings, nothing. Yeah. So. That is true. It, no ambiance at the restaurant. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's a big thing. No accoutrement. Yeah. No. Popeye's was actually my number two choice. Everything mm. you said, Keith, I echoed exactly. Crispiness, juiciness, uh, salty seasoning. It was perfect. I don't, it, what's interesting is being a fast person that loves fast food uh Popeyes is not one I've ever really gone to mostly because they're not usually in proximity like they we didn't have them in my neighborhood growing up we went to KFC once in a while but they're not really in my neighborhood now so I just have never been a I've never even had this famous fried chicken sandwich that started the battle but I thought it was yeah it was my second choice I thought it was delicious hmm. wow all right so just to recap Welton Street Cafe, yeah. clear winner for, mm-hmm. well, no, sorry, not Keith, though. No, Keith, Popeyes. Keith is a Popeyes guy. Yeah. Second place. Second place. Megan the Stallion loves Popeyes. She's got a whole branding thing out of them, too, so. Well, <laughs> if Megan Influencing loves it. your. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Peyton, what was your number two? My number two was Tupelo. Maybe if I'd gotten a fishier piece, uh, Popeyes would have slid into number two, but I'm going to stand by it. I liked Tupelo. Uh, all my Tupelo fans come back me up. Um, and then Popeye's, yeah, Popeye's got third for me. So it was close. Yeah. Number two for me was the post. I thought it was fine. I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I didn't have any problem with it. I, I liked the, the way it was seasoned. Um, and then, yeah, number three was Popeye's and last place, Tupelo, honey. I couldn't even finish it. Weird. <sighs> I'd still like yeah. to go there and like sit down and like experience the yeah. restaurant yeah. because yeah. that seems to be none a of big... this is a like yeah 
You a should big close. part of it is like <laughs> you should close. No, not at all. Get out of town. No. <laughs> no, definitely. I want to give it another chance for sure. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think part of why we do these food battles, the thing that like really makes it different is when you're comparing them head to head, right? Yes. You're not you're not at the restaurant having it fresh with all of the awesome sides that comes with it. You're competing like just head. It was the same thing with the burritos and the same thing with um the burgers. So, you know, it's just kind of a fun thing we do. Take it with a big grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, a big grain of salt. You like to you like to start some shit. I know, know. we really do. <laughs> Lay it out there and That's get people mad and things. picking up their phone or their, their notes app to uh, <laughs> to send us a- <laughs> their voice app. And then a Brie was what was your last place? Because you're Tupelo. Tupelo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine went uh, Welton Street. Popeyes. Okay, Keith, post what was Tupelo. yours between Tupelo and the Post? What went? High? So okay, so Popeyes at top. Weldon Street laying on top of Popeye's, but in the back <laughs> part, so it's second, just barely. Um, uh, the post is three, and then two below at the bottom. Huh. That, yeah. that, 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 that fishy taste. I think we just got a bad batch. It's interesting. It was like most of us were in agreement for totally. some things, and then but then we have a few dissenters here mm-hmm. and there. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And you, this is but four of many other yes. fried chicken places. You know, I argued about not argued. I didn't start it. <laughs> I started a war. About I have something to say about Steubens. Uh, oh yeah, chicken, you mentioned which Steubens been in fried here. chicken. Um, churches. If we were going to go Popeyes, we should have gone churches as well as an opposite end. Yeah, there's there's countless countless other fantastic places that are still around. Hi, my name is Jamie. I live in the Five Points neighborhood, and my recommendation for the best fried chicken in Denver would be at Noble Riot Wine Bar. Great wine, great chicken. Thanks. Hi, this is Jasmine Hudasek. I live over in the Berkeley neighborhood. And for the fried chicken competition, I have to say that you all should give Korean fried chicken a shot. If uh, if Aurora is fair game, I'd say Funny Plus over off Parker Road is definitely worth checking out. Their fried chicken is pretty killer. And, and then there's also a lot of uh, vegan chicken options, too. You know, we heard from some oh, people yeah. talking about us giving shout outs to City O City, which uh, makes really good vegan fried chicken. They have a waffles and fried cauliflower that is amazing. Um, I live in Denver and my name is Debbie and I will go there special for that. All right. Uh, well, thanks, everybody. This was great. This was so fun. Keith, yeah. is there anything you want to plug at C Film Center? Uh, just the C Film Center itself, y'all. Yeah. Um, we reopened in November. I know folks are being, you know, feel as comfortable as you are with uh, returning back to a movie theater amid, um, you know, hopefully we're in an endemic soon. Um, but, you know, we are the only theater in town that's still... Uh, requires a vax and a mask uh, for your safety and our staff safety. Um, and we have a ton, a ton, a ton, a dream of mine programming coming on in March. So just go to denverfilm.org and see what movies are playing and come support us. We are still Colorado's only 501c3 nonprofit film organization. And uh, we need your support. We love it. We love films. We love you. I love fried chicken. 
Yes, we, lo- we for- also love fried chicken and films. This is so fun. Thank I you. mean, yeah, Gene Hackman's The French Connection. Who knew? Yeah. I had no, no idea. Go I, like, well, I got to sign the one that was named after a film, <laughs> I know, a film character. Kissing it. C should do an event where you uh-huh. show The French Connection and serve Popeyes. <laughs> you know, that made it on my list of many other film events coming down the pike Great. in the next few years. So uh, I'll get working on that right now. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. Our producers this week were me, Alexandra McMahon, Paul Caroli, and Lizzie Goldsmith. Peyton Garcia writes our morning newsletter. Bree Davies is our host. Our music is by Los Mochachetes with additional mixing by Tyler Lindgren. If you haven't already, subscribe and rate five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at CityCast Denver and tell a friend about us the next time you see them. You can sign up for our daily newsletter and learn more about us at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back on Tuesday. Monday, we have no show for President's Day, but we'll be back in your ears on Tuesday. Have a great long weekend, everybody. Yes. Okay, Wait, someone needs to let me it? smell it. Yeah. yeah, or you can also have some of mine if you want, because there's still Yeah, that here. is fishy. And I didn't really touch <laughs> this side. <laughs> if you want to try it. I mean... Here, everybody, touch these yeah. carcasses. <laughs>